these two things are very important. It's, it's very difficult to get the balance no? between sustainability and profitability, but at the end, what is not profitable will not be sustainable. Hello and welcome to Travel Beyond, where we partner with leading destinations to explore the greatest challenges facing communities in the planet, surfacing their most inspiring solutions. I'm Sarah Raymond DuBois, Associate Creative Director at Destination Think. I'm recording from Seattle, Washington, on Coast Salish land, specifically that of the Duwamish, Suquamish, Stillaguamish, and Muckleshoot people. On this podcast, we look at the role of travel and choose to highlight destinations that are global leaders. We talk to changemakers who are addressing regenerative travel through action in their communities, often from the bottom up. Today, let's head to Spain's third largest city. Nestled up against the Mediterranean on the east coast of Spain, it's home to over 2,000 years of history that go back at least to Roman times. It's the birthplace of Paella, has countless beaches at its doorstep, and gets taken over every year by a festival so famous that it has UNESCO designation. But beyond the fireworks, amazing food, and pretty spectacular shorelines, Valencia has a lot going on behind the scenes to ensure that its future remains just as bright. It's been a big couple of years for Valencia, as it became the first city to measure its carbon footprint, was recently named European Capital of Smart Tourism, and followed that up by becoming a world design capital. Next year, it becomes the newest green capital as selected by the European Commission. To learn more about the winds, challenges, and landscape that allows for Valencia to make such an impact, Rodney sat down with Miguel Angel Perez, Brand and Markets Director at Visit Valencia, to discuss the big and small steps that have come together to make a huge difference. Could you tell me your name and where you work? Miguel Angel Perez. Uh, I am the Brand and Markets Director at uh, Visit Valencia which is the DMO for, for Valencia City in Spain. I've heard a lot of terrific things about the work that you're doing in Valencia and in tourism and pushing into new areas and new ways of thinking. Can you tell me about your green ambitions as a city? Well, in the recent time, we were the first city to measure the carbon footprint measure and certify no? because there were a lot of people measuring but one thing is doing your excel and another thing is certifying all what you've done no? this has been a success case and it has been published by the world tourism organization by the british travel agencies association by many media no? since we were doing that the first was measuring then is really changing the city, not just in tourists, but for all the locals and, the, and the, the citizens, changing the city in a greener way. No, So now we have 160 kilometers of bike lines. We are making a lot of walkable pedestrian squares, reducing a lot the traffic, focusing a lot on uh, seasonal and, and zero kilometer gastronomy and so on and, and so forth. Last year, we achieved to be the European Smart Tourist Capital in 2022. We were also a world design capital, not just thinking of furniture, lights, and all this design, but on designing better cities for, for citizens no? to have a better quality of, of life. No? And uh, next year, 2024, uh, the European Commission uh, chose Valencia as the green capital. 
and uh, we will be the first Mediterranean city in Europe. There are hundreds of cities. We will be the first one to have this title. And uh, this is uh, recognized by the European Commission to show our green policies as examples to other cities. You were the first destination in the world to map your tourism emissions, the first city in the world. That's not an easy thing to do. What did you find? Where did, where did the emissions come from when you did that project? We found what uh, everybody is finding, uh, what they are doing. The, the main part of the emissions are coming from the, from the transport, and from the transport, the majority from the aviation. In the case of Valencia, we have uh, like, let's say 50% is domestic uh, tourism and 50% is international. And from the international, like 85, 90% is coming by plane, no? And uh, that's like 80%. And the rest, the other 20% is uh, transport, accommodation, uh, food, etc. Going forward, what will you do to help to, to change uh, and reduce? Well, well, these European titles, Smart Tourism Capital and now Green Capital, they help also locally to set up these policies and to get also the, the citizens accepting these changes. The, there are thousands of people who like uh, going to buy the bread with their car. Huh? And uh, maybe the bakery is uh, 10 minutes walking by, like, they like going with their car. And uh, change these behaviors are not easy. This external recognition, in this case from the European U Union, and give us uh, wings to continue with these changes. Now, for example, we are buying electric buses. They are more expensive, but we are reducing the carbon footprint by using these electrical uh, buses or making all these uh, pedestrian squares is reducing a lot the traffic in the, in the city center. Now we are making uh, huge areas in the districts also where you will not be able to use the car to reduce more the traffic. When you do these things at the, at the beginning, it's not easy. Yeah? Other thing that we are doing is at all our events where, where we cooperate, for example, with the Michelin Awards one year and a half ago, we will do this year in, in June, in two months, the 50 best restaurants awards. It's the, the most prestigious gastronomy event. In these events, we try to be as sustainable as possible. The next conference from uh, CTDNA and uh, Global Destination Sustainability in autumn will be in Valencia and we use hotel and venues uh, very close so that we can go uh, walking to the places and reduce the transport as much as possible. Then we have created guides uh, to offer the mice, the events organizers or the film producers that we have also a lot in Valencia. Recently they were filming, for example, for Star Wars. Yeah, for one of the new series. So we were offering them things to use to reduce the plastic from the water or, or carton beans uh, throw the waste. All these things that are not that difficult are small things, but by making many small things is how you manage to reduce the carbon footprint. Well, some of them are small. Some of them are huge things like making kilometers and kilometers of bike lines or making most, most of the city center at this moment 
pedestrian in the area, for example, from, from the cathedral, from the central market, which is one of the main food courts in, in Europe and is opposite to our silk exchange market, which is a 500 years building. All these areas, we are making them pedestrian. At the beginning, for example, many of the shops, they were completely against these, these changes. But now, after, after all the renovation has been done, they are seeing that they are getting more visitors and more locals going to the area because it's much nicer working in that area without cars than with cars. And they have found ways to deliver the products with sustainable ways, with bicycles, with, with electric vehicles offering the delivery. And at the end, they are also selling more. Their business are more profitable but at the same time, they are more sustainable. And, uh, and these two things are very important. It's, it's very difficult to get the balance no? between sustainability and profitability. But at the end, what is not profitable will not be sustainable. You had to learn to measure your emissions and built a pretty cool piece of technology to do that with a partner. And to remove those emissions, you're also doing some interesting things locally. Can you talk to me about some of the innovation that you've had to do to, to go on the journey? Well, we, we are cooperating with a company which is called Global Omnium. And this company is the one that manages the water in the city of, of Valencia and also in other cities and in other uh, places. And in fact, Valencia is one of, of the most efficient cities in Europe and in the world uh, using the, the water. They also uh, manage the aquarium in Valencia, which is one of the main uh, attractions with more visitors in the city. And uh, they are the, the ones who are behind this strategy for measuring the different uh, inputs. and. Uh, Really, I cannot tell you uh, much more because this is like the Coca-Cola recipe, no? And <laughs> it's they, top secret. They, they have been invited in the last group meetings in Glasgow and, and we know they are working with several other uh, cities and countries, expanding and internationalizing this model from Valencia. What advice do you have for your friends and colleagues in your role around the world at other destinations. You've trailblazed and you've gone first. Other people are going to come behind you. What can they learn from you? You have to be very patient and very also constant and keep in mind that making changes is not easy, but it's really worth to do them. Me, myself, I've been working 15 years already in Visit Valencia. And during around 10 years, my job was getting more and more tourists, more and more, more and more. Quantity was almost the only important thing. And uh, getting, for example, a lot of aviation and airlines flying to the destination. I was, in fact, starting in long haul markets, which are the ones that are creating more carbon footprint now. And now we are changing quite a lot our job. And we are moving a lot of resources, not just financial, but especially also human resources, which sometimes is more difficult, to create value in the destination. Instead of doing that much promotion, that we keep doing a lot of promotion non-stop, but creating a lot of value. We work with different product clusters in the city, and we are engaging more than 400 companies in the city of Valencia. 
diferentes clusters, convention bureau, gastronomy, sports, shopping, medical destination, film office, etc. Another of my advice is engaging the companies, because we, our DMOs, we cannot do the things alone. Okay, we can do a lot of guides for sustainability and a lot of meetings to talk about these issues, but really they are the ones the hotels, the restaurants, the catering companies, they are the ones who have to implement these measures. Of course, the DMO has to lead the way and we need to believe in what we are doing. In our case, we are extremely happy with the policies that our local government is implementing in the city because this has made possible that Valencia has been leading rankings in the last two years, like the healthiest city in the world or the best city in the world to live. And at the end, this is the best selling uh, proposal that you can have because the people, they say, well, this is the best city to live in. I, I want to be there. I want to, sh to share it. And this is what we tell the visitors now. Of course, we show the city of arts and sciences and we show our beautiful uh, marina and the nine kilometers park uh, that we have in the river bed and our gastronomy, Valencia's home of the paella and Albufera Lake, which is the biggest lake in Spain. But especially what we show is how we live, how we enjoy life outside on the streets, uh, having a coffee, trying to live slowly slow food, slow motion, and uh, what we want is, is the tourists or the visitors to mix with us and, and to enjoy uh, the best city in the world to, to live. I want to thank you for taking a moment to sit down with me and share the story. I'm really glad to have met you and thank you for blazing a trail for others to follow. Thank you, it was my pleasure. This has been Travel Beyond, presented by Destination Think, and you just heard from Miguel Angel Perez, Brand and Markets Director at Visit Valencia. We'll include links to more resources on the blog for this episode at destinationthink.com. This episode has been produced and has theme music composed by David Archer. Lindsay Payne and Annika Rautiola provided production support. We would like to thank City DNA for making this interview possible at their conference in Bulgaria. We're always actively looking for the best examples of efforts to regenerate economies, communities, and ecosystems, so be sure to reach out if you have a story to share with us. You can help more people find the show by subscribing to future episodes and by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. See you next time.